to Manifesting with Morgan and Madeline. Yay! Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Hello. New year, new us, new intro song. Yeah. Uh, it's new shit. Yoss. Yoss Queen. <sighs> so we took a little more of an intermission that I think we anticipated. And, uh, you know, life happens, but we're back and... And ready to freaking roll. Yeah, we're ready now. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to be able to sit here and have time to collaborate and catch up. Oh my God, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Um, but I really appreciate everyone that has reached out in the meantime, um, you know, applauding us and telling us how, how much our podcast meant meant to them yeah um that's that's definitely kept me accountable i i had no intention of stopping podcasting it was just like life happened and and yeah i mean lots of like lots of pots on the stove you know and it's like some are boiling some are simmering so you just kind of have to give attention to them until you can rearrange them yes that's really what it is like it it never left it's just we just had to address some larger pots big pots big pots. big old boiling pots big old <laughs> get it pots um but yeah so today um this is the start of season two and so our intention was to kind of give a little overview of some of the big lessons that we learned in 2021 and a little bit about our manifesting journey from last year, uh, just to kind of share the wisdom that we've gained and then also share with you guys our goals for, for this coming season of our lives and the yeah. podcast so mm -hmm. that we can kind of show you guys in real life, like how, how we, approach manifesting mm -hmm, how we get down yes <laughs> <laughs> um but is there anything else you want to share at the before we dive in i no i mean i think overwhelmingly like you said the support from season one was really i i don't say unexpected in a way that i doubted us or our art but just humbling, like in a nice way. It was it was really amazing to like see a lot of people that heard us. Mm -hmm. Like to see that like y'all really heard us. Oh my God. Like that's amazing because, you know, we started this just to spread the good word. Like you said, like to talk to each other, to catch up, to spend time together, to collaborate together, to share like some of the conversations that you and I have really behind closed doors, like to share them publicly. Yeah. It's pretty much kind of why we did this. We're like, wow, like we help each other so much by just talking shit out. Yeah. And it's like, let's just do that on, on a microphone and see what happens. And so for other people to, to feel like that was helpful in any way is such a blessing. And I think that's probably the thing that I want to say thank you for the most is just like, thank y'all for listening. Oh yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the feedback. Thanks for the all the good feedback. Yeah. Yeah. For real. I haven't had any any haters and I uh was it prepared for that and I didn't <laughs> get it. So that that's, that's pretty cool. Makes me <laughs> <laughs> I just choked a little on my water. <laughs> I had a few <clears throat> I wouldn't say haters, but I had some constructive criticism and I'm here for that too. So let's go. Hell damn yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so I'm just gonna jump in and kind of give a little year <coughs> in review. I it was like, all right, now your hair bottle. It was really and truly one of the hardest years of my entire life. Yeah. And me too. I, yes. Mm-hmm. And looking back uh, at the things that we managed to achieve despite that, I mean, we, we did 12 episodes of a podcast and we've never done a podcast before despite right. all the hardships. I mean, and... That I think that's why I, this is so special to me that we're back in it. It's, yeah. it's symbolic that we've made it and yeah. nothing is going to stop us from doing the things uh, that light us up. I wish y'all could, I, well, I guess the people watching can see her little face. It's <laughs> so freaking bright. It's so cute. Like you really are so lit up. Thank you for reminding me that. It's not that I had forgotten. I just, if I, I am so squirrely that if I'm not in my flow I forget about the flow yeah like I I I don't forget the memory I forget the feeling yes and now I'm getting the feeling back and I'm like oh my god this is like same thing with like a workout or anything like when you put it off it can become it can become something when you're not in it yes but then when you get like the moment that you're back to doing it you're like why did I ever stop doing this a hundred percent so yeah that's the feeling that I'm getting and like seeing your little face (laughs) oh yeah it's so true though yeah, well, I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, whatever, uh, last year really, really removed any fucks that I have to give. Yeah! <laughs> so, I... Woo! Yeah! I've been waiting. I'm about to turn your mic down, girl. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I tried to back up. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Say la vie. Sometimes this is what manifesting entails. It's not always rainbows and sunshine. Sometimes hard shit happens to help gear, correct you towards your actual true goals. Yeah. And it is what it is. And now I'm sitting here that much better, that much closer to the life that I want to have, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, it took an entire year of getting my ass handed to me to get to where I am now. But you know, it is what it is. And that's like ongoing. Oh yeah. That's the thing. I realize a lot. We'll probably get into this soon, but the lesson, you know, the biggest, what, what you're saying, I think probably the theme of today and this episode is like life happens. Like life is failure. Life is success. At the same time. Yes. Life is hard and life is easy at the same time. Life is sweet and life is sour at the same time. Yeah. And like the sooner that you get to that place mentally and acceptance of that fact, the freaking sweeter that the process is because you, you can, you can sit with it and not run from it. Yes. Yeah acceptance is is yeah I mean something we talked about last season but acceptance 
finding finding some silver lining during the hardships, you know, not fighting the hard times, just yeah. accepting that right. it's a part of life. Yeah. It makes things so much easier. It really does. <laughs> and then <clears throat> then the uh, th- this like whole like preconceived notion that things are not supposed to be a certain way or things are supposed to be a certain way. It's like things are what they are. Yeah. So Ride the ride. Yeah. And and understand everything is not always for, like, the greater good. Some things just fucking suck. Yep. And that's just part of life. We don't always have to, like, find a way out of that feeling by justifying it with something else. Sometimes there's a meaning. Lots of times there's clarity provided by hardships. Lots of times there's growth. Sometimes it just sucks. And that's okay. Yeah. That that in itself is a lesson. Yeah. Sometimes things just suck. Yep. So, <laughs> you know? Well, I um, that's a good way to start this uh, <laughs> story about 2021. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I started the year, and I just remember, like, I remember so much. I mean, it's been uh, 14 months now, but I remember exactly how I felt at the start of 2021. I was just like full of energy and motivation, but it was like just kind of clunky. Like there was no direction. I was kind of rudderless. And even though I had like very concrete goals, like I had financial numbers I wanted to meet. I had, I wanted to get an investment property. I wanted a boyfriend. I wanted all these things. Like I had these very concrete goals and I had like the, the steps kind of laid out to get get to where I was trying to go, but I still felt like rudderless. And so, um, you and I reunited and, um, I, that got me a little bit of inspiration a, because we collaborate professionally, Mm -hmm. you know, which is what brought us back together. And then I, the podcast came out and like, that was like the thing I was hanging on to was like the podcast, you know, like in the hard shitty times, it was Mm -hmm. like, at least I have, this quality person, this hour and a half a week where I can be creative mm-hmm. n- against all odds. But like at simultaneously, like my work life was getting so out of balance. I mean, it was just so was intense. Bad. Yeah. And it, starting January, mm-hmm. it was like hard. And then every month of the year, it just went climbed. Yeah, it did. I agree with that. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but somehow miraculously and and this is a part of the like whole manifesting thing like I was still manifesting even though I wasn't feeling good and I was stressed out and like not aligned with my life the life I was living in a lot of aspects I still was manifesting goals that I had set like I started attracting more beautiful quality relationships Mm -hmm. professional and friendships I started um you know, I kept continue doing my walking and taking time for my personal development activities that I enjoy. And yeah, huge. You didn't stop walking. Yeah. Like, can, like, you know, because other things were hard, you didn't stop doing the things that also helped you. But I, th- I which is huge. But none of it was enough. I know. But but it's huge that you weren't adding insult to injury. Yeah. I think a lot of us do that. We hit a hard patch and Again, we feel like just because we one thing is not going right, then everything needs to be derailed. And, like, I will just say from the outside in watching you, like, kudos because 
even though you were having a really, really hard time in this one area, it did not derail your other areas. Yeah. Which is huge. But if I had, if that had gone, it could have. Lord only knows how bad 2021 would have been. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was a lesson I learned from you. Oh. Yeah. Well, so, uh, ironically or coincidentally, the podcast and having a taste of the shit that I wanted more of that like life was not letting me have time for, i.e. I wasn't letting, giving myself permission to build a life that would give me more time for creative stuff. Mm -hmm. It almost added like, it added insult to injury because it's like, if I didn't have the hour and a half a week to sit down and do this, I wouldn't even know what I was missing. Right. But it gave me a carrot to chase and I could not find in the headspace I was in, how could I work full time, make the money to buy the properties and, and still make time to do creative things. Yeah. And which is what my heart was like craving. Right. And so I kept doing all the things that were like checking the boxes, like, right. And, but I wasn't doing the things that were actually serving me as a person. And it was like a robotic thing, but somehow like I still was like, getting, I was attracting the people and building these quality relationships. I don't know, how, looking back. But this is the thing that we just said. This is why, because your little light, your little fire is still burning. It's still like the pilot light's still on. Yeah. And that's my point. Like, you can do really big things in the midst of other things sucking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's hard for us to see that because we think if one thing's good, it's all supposed to be good. Or we use these labels to put stuff in categories. But, like, it's hard to say, like, how did I still get through? or do Because this is life. Like, the sooner that we all understand, like, this is not just 2021. Yeah. This will be 2022 and three and four and five. And it's been every year up until now. There's always going to be something in the year that says that was challenging. And but I think there's there's certain good. seasons that get harder. Oh, for and sure. And I think that a lot of those happen because you're so far from your authentic truth right. that you have to get kicked in the ass to get pushed back into alignment. I agree with that. And I I can see it clear as day from my journey last year. I know you've had you had a slightly different or very different experience, mm-hmm. but it was still effing hard like yeah. like for me looking back right now from where I'm standing, it was all because I had just not been true to myself and but that led me that journey to figuring out why I wasn't giving my me myself permission to have the life that I wanted mm-hmm. is helped me like peel back more of the layers to get closer to my truth and, and heal the wounds that made me not think I was worthy or allowed to have that life that I wanted. Right. So yeah, I, I ended up like manifesting a fucking house that was beyond my, uh, like financial capacity by yeah. some great miracle yeah. still not enough it it yeah still not enough yeah I and then I mean that was in the summer and then by like end of summer like I had been neglecting myself and my health and like just so like balls to the wall with work and trying to overachieve that like I was starting to have like serious health issues like serious health things arise a were arising family shit. My grandma had a heart attack, like, like real bad family stuff, you know, was happening. And like, people are coming to me, leaning on me. And I am 
just drowning. Like, yeah. And, and a <laughs> lot of that was like self-created stuff just because like I, I was so submerged in, in like what I thought I had to do to get by that I couldn't receive uh, guidance for suggestions to go a different way. Do you feel like you were in survival mode? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I was surviving. I was like, I was doing the best I could and I give myself grace for it. I'm not like beating my, of course myself no, up. I know that. But, um, I see, I see where my part was that I played into getting myself back into the corner that I got myself in. Mm-hmm. And, um, so my like I threw a hail mary with work and I tried to renegotiate, um, getting a raise and being able to do things that like delegate the stuff I didn't enjoy and do more things that I would enjoy. Right. And a couple weeks into that, I realized it still was not enough. Right. So I'm like, okay, the underlying thing here is a I'm not I'm not giving myself the time to do the things I love. I trust the universe will provide if I take a leap of faith to to start living a more aligned life. Like I know like the money will come. I've done it before. As you say all the time, I've done more with less. Like I have done right. more with less. Right. Trust me. Yeah. What is keeping me like tethered to this this terrible work arrangement like I loved my company I wanted to support everyone guess what (coughs) fucking codependency right and so then I had to like start doing some soul searching and realize like oh my gosh you can be codependent with a work relationship right and so that's when that's when I think the light bulb the light bulb went off for you so then I started having like a, a clarity on what the issue was so then I could find solutions so I started really learning about codependency and talking to other people who had similar experiences Mm -hmm. and then the ping came the download from the universe the intuition came that said Morgan if you put this much time in working for the man as you did working for yourself doing real estate brokerage as just a real estate agent you're you're probably going to make more money and have the life that you're wanting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't unhear that message, and yeah. within within a week, I had put in my notice to quit my full time salary job with the intention of just being a real estate agent with the firm, not working for them. Right. And for some reason, like I felt this relief, but then it was terrifying to go from being salaried to being yeah, self-employed it's important to hold space for that because so many people I know have felt that way and like we need to acknowledge like it is so scary oh it was freaking terrifying <laughs> it's like wait a minute money guaranteed money no guaranteed money big deal so I'm like I'm like so squirrely because a <laughs> I'm like I I've got all these things to tie up before I leave my current job because right. I just kept taking more and more responsibilities and I didn't want to leave them high and dry. Right. Meanwhile, I'm trying to like start building business and like doing something to have some security when January one came so that right. I'm not completely screwed. Yep. And so I got another ping and I like, that is one thing I'm so thankful for is like, starting to learn how to hear my intuition Mm -hmm. when it starts to call me. I was on a walk 
And I just had this message clear as day to reach out to um, people who I had met over the past year that were professionals that I admired. Yeah. And so the first person I reached out to, like, of course, I'd love to sit down with you and and have Mm -hmm. a drink and catch up. And so I almost canceled because I had a headache and I was exhausted, but I went anyway and sat down with this, this person I had met. Um, that's a, another professional in the real estate realm that I really, really admired. And I don't really know why, like he even agreed to it, you know, cause like <laughs> we just met to do a deal and then carried on. But I just, he was one of those people that I just it, wanted to yeah. be like, you know, or yeah, learn Well, from. there wasn't like an energetic similarity between you and him yeah and I mean that when people when you feel that you can't unfeel it yeah you can't deny when you're in a place of connection with someone yes that's what it was yes I agree with that I I know that well so I uh told him about how I was planning on you know just going to be a real estate agent and he's through this curveball and this is this is like, I still, I could like cry thinking about this moment. <clears throat> He's said, Morgan, I won't, I want to, or I own a business brokerage. I would love it if you would open a real estate firm to partner. Would you consider this? Yeah. And A, I was so honored <coughs> that somebody I admired so much thought of me to open a business uh-huh. with them. And then B, like this was my like, ladder out you know oh yeah this was an opportunity that came absolutely out of nowhere yeah it's not that I didn't work hard to like prove myself professionally like yeah there was a lot that happened you know it's like I won the lottery but you didn't go to this meeting with that intention not at all yeah you weren't an opportunist in that way you weren't like hey what can you do for me you went to sit down with a person that you connected with genuinely and enjoy and spend time together yes and then this happened and that's a big thing to, like, recognize. Yeah. That a lot of people want the universe to show up for them, but they're not giving anything. Yeah. They're not, they're, they're expecting all these things as a way of what can you do for me, but there's a disconnect of I'm not here for you to do something for me. I'm just here to be a vessel to, to magnify and glorify the good things that you have done and give to me. And, you know, like, that's my gift is, like, I'm here to be the vessel. Yeah. And that's what you were doing. Well, and the breadcrumbs, you yeah, know, like, yeah. God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, like, like you're given little breadcrumbs right. that will lead you to whatever it is you're trying to manifest. And your only job is to, A, figure out how to hear them. Once yeah. you know how to hear them. Accept then, it. Then start just listening and doing yeah. it, even if it doesn't make any effing sense. Just yeah. do it. And then be very, like, like, be the vessel of, like, hey, this happened to me, and it's a good thing, and this is how it happened. And, you know, it's not like I made all this happen and I did. You know, like, yeah, of course, like you said, we work hard. We do what we're doing, but that's us meeting halfway. Yes. That's us saying, hey, I'm giving to the process. I'm here to say I want to share and glorify the gifts that I have been given by living in a way that doesn't expect anything in return. Yes. And that is where it happens, is in that spot. 
But when you approach, people hear manifesting and they think that, like, I have to, like, focus on all that I want, 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 want. That's true to a certain extent. But if you're not a fluid, flexible, open river movement of energy, you're going to hit a lot of closed doors that way. And then you're going to get frustrated and then you're going to be mad at the universe and you're going to be like, why aren't you showing up for me? And the reality is, it's like, you're not showing up. What have you done for the universe? Yeah. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. And so your biggest glory moment in that time was, I just want to sit down and tell this person that I think they're amazing. And I just am so thankful that we cross paths. And I just want to share time in community with this person. That was your gift. Yeah. And then there it was. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and and that's that's why I felt so compelled to even share my story from last year because there is there's a lot of interwoven messages like that apply to manifesting and that was a big one you know and so I mean I despite having even that opportunity like knowing that the end is near I'm about to start something new and and collaborate with people I admire and blah 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 like I had gotten so far from my truth that I felt depression for the first time in my Mm -hmm. adult life and that was so beautiful and humbling and I am so (coughs) thankful Mm -hmm. that I was shut down for a minute looking back it's it sucked I woke up every morning and didn't want to get out of bed and I love getting out of bed in the morning I'm like Spongebob you know and and it was (laughs) It was just, it was, it was magic because during that time, I, I really had to learn how to just see every little miracle started to shine. Like if I got out of bed in the morning and was able to like function that day, like I, even though I was down, like I still savored I appreciated the little things so much more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're brushing your teeth, that's where I'm going. So Madeline, um, in the last, the last season of the podcast and then in conversation as well, she always would reference like, well, you got to start somewhere, like start with brushing your teeth, you know, like, and take baby steps. And I didn't understand what the hell she was talking about. I thought when she would say that, like lead with, oh, brushing your teeth is an example of self-discipline. I'm like, homie, like that's, yeah, that's, that's not an example. Like walking two or four miles a day is an example of self-discipline, not right. brushing your teeth. Right. Well, guess what? I, uh, yeah. got, <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah. So from that, and this is for the whole community, for everyone that's listening, we came up with a little code for each other because Madeline was feeling, you know, down and low and depression as well. Yeah. If we were having a bad day, we would send the toothbrush emoji. Yeah. And what that means is, you know, the best I can do today is brush my teeth. Yeah. And so if I call her and she doesn't answer my call, sends me a toothbrush, I know it's not personal. She's having a bad, a hard time. Yeah. And it's one of those situations that you never wish anyone, you never wish anybody to have to experience depression. You know, you don't want people to experience grief. Like if you've felt it, you don't ever want anyone else to have to go through that hell. Yeah. But I will say, I do feel 
a lot closer to you now that I know you can identify with that feeling, you know, I, I would have never wished it upon you. But now that I know that you really, really have more of a, of an authentic understanding from going through it yourself. Yeah. It helps really release me of feelings that for, I never feel that I need to explain myself. You know, that's not something that I struggle with anymore, but, <clears throat> but now I know that there's a level of love and compassion that you're able empathy yeah that you're able to share with me that maybe wasn't there before yeah you know? and you so don't know what you don't know you, you don't, know you don't know what you don't know and also you know depending on your energetic profile like it may not be safe to try to explore a feeling empathetically because some people are not able to handle it. You know what I mean? So like the universe gives it to us when we are ready. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I'm not saying that like bad things happen because we're ready for them. I just mean we can't control the timing always of the situations that happen and, and the way that we deal with them, you know? I so. mean, it, it just reminds me of the cliche, like if God brings you to it, God will bring you through it kind of yeah. thing. Like yeah. sometimes... I mean, looking back, though, like, I can kind of make sense of why that happened. Once again, back to my theory that if we stray from our truth, like, we're going to get, like, a lot of things are going to come at us to push us back. Right. And, yeah, I mean, I, I have a new level of compassion and empathy for other people. I have yeah. a new understanding of, like health and wellness not not mental and physical and spiritual yeah coming out of last year mental and, health but is 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 health yes mm -hmm. and um the the way that I got out of the depression phase is I had to just let go and accept it like we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. like I couldn't I had to accept that Morgan you're not going to be able to like make a set of things to do you're not gonna be able to action your way out of this yes you say that again you're not going to be able to action your way out of this oh my god that should be the quote for this <laughs> episode no for real that was that's exactly right because you there's nothing and people will tell you to do that when you're in depression but if they've never been there right or it's been a long time or whatever or mm -hmm. they never learn how to accept it you know yeah. like once i i said okay I'm only going to be able to do one and a half jobs this week instead of the four jobs yep. that I was used to doing. Right. And that's okay. Yep. If the best I can do towards leaning into my authentic code and, and being true to myself is going on a walk every day, then that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah, exactly. And as soon as I quit, like looking at it, like I'd wake up on a weekend and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's 3 p.m., Morgan. Like, you never sleep this late. Yeah. And instead of, like, looking at it like that and just saying, oh my gosh, Morgan, it's 3 p.m., you never sleep this yeah, late, you right, know? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it started to melt. And then the real thing, and this is something that we came up with on a phone call, mm -hmm. I think, you know, is just if, if I felt inspired to do something, because the inspiration, that excitement was not happening regularly, mm -hmm. I would just do it. Like, yeah, not ask questions. Like, yeah, 
want to go get my or go out to lunch like yeah. you know like mm -hmm. you were having a wild hair and you're like I just want to go be seen and eat lunch somewhere yeah. and it's like I felt that same way so yeah. we just did it and didn't ask questions like yeah like, and we didn't plan it and we didn't like it just happened and it's like oh yeah. I was so excited for that or with you. Seeing you like finally wanting to like get dressed up again for right. the first time. Like right. that's, that's, that inspired me because I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. it lit me up to see Madeline. Like she got a whole new wardrobe. She was looking <laughs> fine. Like she looked like whatever the clothes brands had it in mind when they designed these <laughs> outfits, you know? You know, I do go hard when I want to. But to see her... <laughs> To see her go from like just not wanting to do anything for a long time and like really like lean into like the things that light her up, which is like fashion and, mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. Like I'm like, okay, I need to start doing this myself. If I do have this little inkling of desire to do something that lights me up, I'm going to do it no matter what. Yep. And fortunately, I had set a foundation for myself by quitting my full-time job and becoming self-employed that in this time when I was just healing and like mourning and grieving and all the things and down like I could if I did get a ping to go have lunch with Madeline or do so go on a random adventure I could do it does that make sense oh of course I for people that are listening maybe a simp a simplified explanation is Morgan reclaimed her time as her own like your time now is your time yes it's not anyone else's time so she started to recognize that and then she started to give herself permission to use her time as she was choosing without any expectation. What What is the word like? Um, attachment. Attachment. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to be doing this or I should be doing this thing. Yeah. Like without any sort of overlying uh, structure that was more important than the feeling. Yeah. So the feeling became more important than the structure and she needed to have that moment to claim victory over her time again and now when she feels like going to lunch she she goes yep and here's the thing that was kind of clear before for me on the outside looking in that wasn't she wasn't ready you weren't ready to see or act on your time was still yours before yeah but you couldn't accept that like Morgan worked her ass off in a way that she would not be able to go to lunch. Everyone gets a lunch break. I don't <laughs> care who you are. Okay. Everybody gets a lunch break, but she could not allow herself to go. And lunch is just a, it's just an example. It doesn't necessarily mean lunch, but she would not allow herself to go eat lunch. She could not, she would take her laptop like the one or two times I tried, like she just was unable to to get there versus now it's like, it's okay that I slept until three o'clock on a Saturday because if I get a creative stirring at 1 a.m., I can use that time to do my creative stuff. Yes. It, it And it just all started to flow and it became one of those things where you drink when you're thirsty. Yes. You sleep when you're tired. Yep. You create when you're creating and creative. You admin an adult when you're focused mm -hmm. you you start to live intuitively yes rather than ding 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 it's time to eat ding 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 it's time to pee ding 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 <laughs> it's time to do seriously yeah and like we're all so programmed on this like 
rigorous scheduling and structuring that we've forgotten how to just be humans. And by being humans, it's like when you're hungry, you eat. Yeah. When you're tired, you sleep. But somehow I had like gotten conditioned to where it was like. we all, As Americans, we all have. Like, perform, perform, perform. Right. Oh, sleep, sleep is, you're tired, that's weakness. Push through. Yeah. You've got to keep going. Win, 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 win. Yeah. Oh, you're hungry. Oh, that means that you're. You know, your diet's not working. You know, don't eat. That's crazy. You're hungry. Yeah, like it's insane. Yeah. And I like. um, And you were drinking that Kool-Aid, man. But I wasn't in my worth. I know. I get it. I'm not putting it down. We're all there as Americans. But to free yourself from that is really brave. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, looking back, it was just because a, I had some codependency stuff to work through and B, yeah. I just was not in my worth to the point where I could like believe in myself enough to, to give myself permission to have a, have my own life. Yeah. I thought, I, I thought that I had to ha- work for someone else. You thought that you were property. I had to overperform mm-hmm. to feel like I was even valued at, at my workplace in the first place. That's what I'm saying. Don't get me started on this whole like colonization and and bullshit property and ownership shit. Yeah. For real. You know, I will go all day. Yeah. But but yeah, you were, you belonged in a sense to another cause that was outside of your natural intuitive cause that you have with yourself. Yeah. And you allowed yourself to belong to someone else, to someone else's cause, to someone else's dream, to someone else's vision. And that there is beauty. Listen, I don't I don't want anyone listening to think that there's not beauty in being part of a larger cause that sometimes is outside of ourselves, like being an employee or being part there is if it is your truth. Yes. If that is your truth, that is amazing. Like, go for it. But it wasn't yours. Nope. And it kept and, and I was having anxiety. Yeah. I mean, I was having panic attacks. Yeah. I was waking up screaming every morning saying, I want my life back before work every day. That's a great way to start your day. Screaming really in bed, was. crying. But anyway, uh, enough about me. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> what um those are important I mean it's important to lay that groundwork like for understanding of what happened in the in the year and how you were feeling and how you overcame it. Yeah. Um I just you know, and I, I'm excited to share my goals, but I'd like mm-hmm. to hear about some of your story, whatever you feel like sharing or big lessons. Or I whatever. really can't remember the year. <laughs> I, tr- honest to God, I look at photos or it's like I look and it's just all a blur to me. Yeah. It's a memory that I know I created, but I don't have. Do y'all ever think about like when you remember a memory, like when you can, there are, there are memories that I have times in my life. I can remember the smell. Mm-hmm. It it comes back to me like a reality. I can remember the way I felt. I can remember what I was wearing. Yeah, I can remember you the can, tone of a voice. It's like it's replaying like a reality. Yeah, you can like trans. You can like put yourself back in that moment. Yeah, and even in a dream, sometimes you can do it, or you can you know there are ways to tap into that. I have very little of those from last year. Like, yeah, very few. Like I have the memory on paper, but not really in my body. So, um, you know, a lot, a lot happened. I mean, there was the transition for, from my apartment to finally I bought a house to live in. I think we, 
I don't know if we talked about that on our last one, maybe, but that was a big one for me because it was a grounding and I still am in practice of accepting it because my trauma real estate mind is so programmed that daily I'm still on this sort of practice of like not looking at my property in like a way that, well, when I sell it, this will be a good thing that I've done. I still fight with that (laughs) daily or like, this is a good color for my wall for, for, uh, market value or for curb (laughs) appeal. I swear to God, I'm still in that sort of trauma space and I'm working through it, but like to really just breathe and think this is my home. This is the place that I am living and making my memories. And I want to be present with it and I want it to be a reflection of who I who and how I feel, who I am, who Adelina is, who, what we do, how we live, how we feel happy. Um, and it not turn into a transaction, (laughs) which is everything in my life is transaction based, you know, like, yeah, but like, think about, think, Think about like leading up to that. You you had to move a whole bunch of times because yeah. shitty stuff kept happening and it made you yeah. have to relocate. Yeah. And then um, you were trying to make offers on houses that pro- you were kind of forcing to be the right ones. Yeah. And, and you were getting more and more frustrated because you were just like, I need to be rooted. I need to be rooted. Yeah. And, and then... Final, I lost a lot of money too. But finally you got to the thing and now and it took some time for you to like accept it yeah and it's it's true and it is it's an acceptance and it's like okay I am like this is my home and also just a very personal American de-programming that I am still working on much much farther along in the journey than I have been but like with the house it comes back up is I don't have to just throw away what I've done Versus, like, if something gets difficult or if something presents a challenge, I can fix it rather than shut it down and move on to the next thing. Got it. Like, you can sit with it. I can and sit with it. That it and it's, right. If the house, I, I, you, my mom will laugh if she hears this. I would sell a car because the battery died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that extreme, but that yeah. extreme. Like, oh, the, the headlights out. I've got to get a new car. Yeah. I swear to you, like there was no commitment that, that I felt towards anything. I, I, I couldn't commit to anything. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And so to sit with this property and know, like, I don't have a dishwasher. This is not how, like, it's a lot, you know, because for me, I'm like, nope, there's a better one out there. Yeah. Bigger, better. It, it exists. And I just keep going, keep going, keep going. And so there's been a transition for me. So that was a huge lesson for me last year um, that I can say that I know has happened in my life. Uh, I feel like I have been very much so in a, in a, um, um, what's the word? My manifesting has been um, relaxed. Like it hasn't been intentional. It's been more like, my relationship with manifesting has been much more like we're just going to see what happens. Yeah. I don't know that there's a word it'll come to me, but 
Uh, it hasn't been intentional. It hasn't been like I'm setting very specific goals for myself. I haven't been type A and be proactive towards my manifesting journey. The last year, I have been very much type B, very much like I'm in a space that I'm still manifesting, but I'm kind of like, okay, God, you got to, you got to drive the car on this one. Like I'm not in a position to feel comfortable behind the driving wheel, the, the steering wheel right now. Yeah. But like, that was like, that was your, you were like very far on that end of the spectrum very much last so year. Like, me, yeah, she's like, everything's got to simmer. Everything's simmer. I'm moving slow. Like, and, yeah. and I respected that. Like I wasn't like, you know, irritated or whatever mm -hmm. I was it just was what it was but right. I was on the other end of the spectrum where yeah. I'm like trying to action my way into everything right and type a type a type a mm -hmm. and um it's just interesting how like when I finally released mm -hmm. like one of my thing one of the carrots I was chasing all last year was figuring out a way that we Madeline and I could collaborate professionally mm -hmm. and we kept finding like oh, this might work and then dead end or this might work. And then she's just like moving slow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, as soon as I got into that release phase with the depression, mm -hmm. then things started to come through. Yeah. And meanwhile, she's just been simmering and being on the passenger <laughs> seat like the yeah. whole time and then <laughs> took me to do the same. And then, you know, now we have an opportunity to, yeah. to collaborate professionally that feels so good. Yeah, well, it's, it's right. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't quite right. And everybody listening, y'all know exactly what I mean. If something is not a hell yes and it doesn't feel quite right, it's not. Yeah, it's really that simple. And it's just getting yourself to trust your, trust yourself with that feeling um, and not logic yourself out of it or action yes. yourself out of it or action yourself into it or logic yourself into it. Yep. Like, let the way your body feels tell you what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Just, just, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Yep. And so I was sort of like going through this going through the motions with you a bit with that because I was pretty sure that it wasn't right for me. Yeah. Until I knew, 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 knew. Mm -hmm. I was pretty sure, but then I was like, okay, now I know. So I'm like, all right, but we're still going to go through this process because sometimes the process is really important. Yeah. And for you, it really was. And for me, it really was. Yeah. And so now this year, I definitely feel more geared towards like brushing my teeth and putting my pants on. <laughs> yeah. And like getting out and moving around a bit more. And, you know, again, I'm still, I'm still on a simmer, but it's instead of it being like a one, it's like a four on the stove, you know, like, yeah, I'm not at the 10, but that's okay. I'm, I'm good with that. Um, so for me, that was a huge lesson. Um, I had an extremely personal event that I'm probably not going to share a lot about because I, I don't want to. Yeah. But uh, that was really what derailed me um, into a, a very heavy depression. And I had already been facing a depression the year before with COVID. Yeah. Um, that we talked about the first couple of months because we podcasted through this experience that I'm that I'm speaking about. Mm -hmm. Like we continued to podcast as I was going. This was the only thing that I continued to do. Yes. I took a, a leave of absence from work. Uh, I didn't show, like, I couldn't, I could not really take care of my daughter. Like I, it was just a total collapse for me of, of 
ability to function. Yeah. For a while. I mean, you experienced one of the worst things that anybody in life could experience. Yeah. And so, uh, for me, that probably was the moment that the decision to dis- to say, I'm going to keep living. Yeah. Was probably my lesson. And I still don't know how I feel about I don't know where I fall in that and how this is one of those things that I don't think there's there's not a reason. I can't justify it. There's nothing I can say that's going to s- band-aid the way that I feel or mm-hmm. make me feel like, oh, I see why that happened. Yeah. No, there's no why that happened. It yeah. just happened. Yeah. And where I am now is, okay, um, the tools that I had learned in 2020 – the tools that I had used and the information that I had absorbed and the things that I learned about how to help myself with depression uh, served me this year in a place that, that probably, I don't know. I don't know if this would have happened ever in any other time of my life that I ever, that I would have been able to recover from it. Oh yeah. And I wouldn't say that I'm recovered. I don't think there is recovery, but I do believe that there's a, a shift in, um, the you before and the you after you experience like a very great loss like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and where I am now on the other side of it is, okay, so every day I have this decision and it comes back to me, for me to that place of this is life. And I don't know if this will, I don't know if this will make sense to anybody out there. And I don't know if this will, will totally be over anybody's head or if it'll, if it'll stop and, and resonate, but the moment that I accepted that life potentially would never get better from this moment that I felt that the lowest of all my lows. Yeah. I felt free because the out is like death. Yeah. And a lot of people do that. Yeah. And we've talked about this. We've inter- we've interviewed people on our show who have been very vulnerable and brave and honest about they struggled with potentially with suicide. Yeah. And for a person who reaches a certain level of depression that hit that that goes that deep, the craving for things to get better is what causes the suffering. Amen, sister. So the fact that you feel like it's the worst thing ever and you just have this overpowering need for it to be better is what makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah. Because you think it'll never get better. Yep. And if it can't be better, then this this isn't, I can't stay at this space. Yes. And I understand that from every fiber in my being all the way to my core. And this year was the first time that I realized that, I knew that I was free because I knew that even if it never got better, that that was not an option for me. Yeah. I was still here. Yep. And this is going to have to be a way that I learned to, to be a new normal. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was a huge lesson. Yeah. Because it really released me a lot in a lot of ways from feeling like I needed to be different, you know, and manifesting and, 
and growing is not the same as the desire to to be different. It's 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 having a passion and enjoying pursuing something that makes the world better. It's growing, it's teaching, it's learning. Those are the things that manifesting means. But if you have to feel if you feel like as you are, you have to be different, that is the place that depression will will get you. Or anxiety or yeah, any exactly. any adversity. Any, correct. Anxiety, depression, all of those feelings like when you feel like you have to escape from yourself. Yeah. That's that's the place that causes the suffering. Yeah, because it's like okay, if there's there's this present moment and maybe we don't like everything about this present moment. Maybe we're depressed, maybe whatever, like yeah, or but, for like maybe I live in an apartment and I really want to buy a house. Exactly. That's a circumstance. But if that want becomes a block between the present moment and the thing, that's yeah. the opposite of manifesting. That's exactly right. Manifesting is I have a want, but I'm joyful in the moment. I'm going maybe you're not joyful, but you're accepting of the moment. You're not where you want to be, but you're okay if you and you're okay if you don't ever get there. But yeah. hey, let's have some fun and see if we can get there. Yeah. There, you know, I like to reference my songs. Oh, yeah. Mm. There's a song by Jessica Andrews called Who I Am. Oh, Do you I know, know that, that this old yeah. school country. And that's exactly what she says. She's like, if I never win a Grammy, if I never make it to the big leagues, like, if I fall, if I make a mistake and fall flat on my face, that'll be all right. Yeah. And uh, we say these things. But you're the only person who's with yourself internally in those quiet moments. You're the only one who knows how you really feel. And I, I recognize and I realize that up until the last year, the, and really the year before, because the process really started for me in 2020. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I did not ever know that it was that I was so afraid that if I accepted things that they wouldn't change. Yeah. So I, I, I feared myself out of accepting because I still wanted to grow. And now I know all of these things happen in tandem, but none of them can happen without acceptance. Yeah. You, you can be content and still grow. You can be sad and, and still move, move your feet forward. Mm-hmm. You can be s- sad and happy at the same time. Yep. You can be sad about one thing and happy about another thing. Yep. And it can happen literally in the same moment. Yep. Life can totally suck and and be beautiful all in the same moment. So that was my lesson that I feel really, really um, passionate to express is just that no more fear that I that that simmering will create laziness or contentment in a way that it won't prompt me to continue to grow. Yeah. And no more fear that uh, that I have to be or, or need to be different in order for things to be better or that being better or on another side of a fence is better. Yes. It's just more so like it is what it is. And what lights me up and what do I want to do today? Yep. And that's pretty pretty much it. But like 
think about like what a significant manifestation it was that we found each other yeah when we did because i've i've taught you and modeled like how discipline brings freedom mm-hmm. but holy shit like you have really like walked the talk when it comes to like you ha- at the v- close to the beginning of the year you had to decide am i going to choose to have live my life or am I not? Yeah. What does that mean? If I'm going to choose life, like what does that mean for me? And to, and I watched you like be so gentle with yourself. You're like, no, I'm going to do, I'm going to simmer on things because I want to be true to myself. And like, Mm -hmm. if it, if I don't hear the answer from my intuition and my guidance, I'm not going to force it. I'm just going to let it be. Yeah. And you just like, you just demonstrated like, grace with your circumstances and I know it was fucking hard like I mean there were times when you you know broke down and whatnot but you were still just so gentle with yourself and there was this confidence and this ease even though it was horrible you know and I learned from that you gave me the tools that I needed and I gave you new tools too and it was at a time when we both could have used them, mm-hmm. but we met the universe in the middle and we actually yeah, applied them to our lives. Yeah. And that's how manifesting happens. Yeah, and exactly. This is a new thing for both of us with the right. like co- co-creating with someone else. Uh-huh. We, you and I have always been like lone rangers. Right. And now it's like this whole new level of manifesting where like you're really seeing like letting others like play and manifest yeah, together. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And and there's a very clear level of respect that we have we've I, I know that that's always been there, but um we talk about it now. We communicate what that means to us and, and why that's important and how we can stay in that space with one another and what we need to be in that space and what we need from one another and what we don't need. Yeah. You know, and that's been a beautiful lesson for me too. Our friendship and not only our friendship, but our cl- actually backwards because we've, all, we've collaborated before and it's been well, but the friendship I think really grew and, um, helped me a lot too with clarifying how I I felt in other relationships and as much as I love all of the humans that I'm so blessed to have how that can ebb and flow and it can be what it is for me and I release the need for it to be something different for them yeah like if it's not what you need or they need or what I'm not giving or I'm not able to meet that person, that's okay. And I feel like I knew that for a long time, but I think I tried my very best to be extremely clear with my relationships that that's where I was. Internally, I feel like I've known that for quite a while. Like, I'm going to have to move at my pace. Yeah. I'm okay with where I am in this friendship or relationship. I'm okay. Yeah. But I think last year was an opportunity for me to learn how to say to these other humans and people and friends with my words, with my actions, with everything, hey, I see that maybe you're not where you want to be in this friendship, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm not going to fix it. I'm not going to um, overstep where I'm ca- what I'm capable of giving to to 
remedy this. You're not going to overextend yourself. You're just going to accept, you know, I'm like, going to accept that this happens sometimes. And, and I hope that you can accept that. I love you fully. That's never going to change. And hopefully you can accept that when I'm able to give more, I will. Yeah. Uh, and if we're able to, to continue to move forward with that, we will. And that's life. And that's fr- adult friendship. Yeah. You know, and for me, that's been huge. But because you, I have a lot of peace. You're in your worth now yeah. when it comes to relationship to yeah. some degree. Like, And I feel like, yeah, I feel like I've really kind of been there working towards that, like I said. But but now I feel really confident to just to just show that and yeah. say that. Yeah. And not fall into a, an old like codependent habit of of trying to still sort of trying to make that something that it isn't anymore Fit or a square peg in a round of, hole yeah. yeah or or just just to accept I guess what I should say is just to accept things the way that they are period yeah. period yeah and like hope that the people that love me understand that and also this is a big one the codependent like release the codependent reins in the sense that if something is not working for a partner or a, a friend or a work they will come to me they will tell me, hey, this is not working. So you it's don't not have to- my responsibility to to dig this out of you. Yeah. It's not my responsibility to check in to make sure that you are okay with me. You're a big you're a big girl. You're a big boy. If something is not working for you, I want to I'm in my worth and my action to show you and tell you that I will tell you. Yeah. So I need the same respect. Yep. If something's not working for you, I'm going to release and I'm going to let it be what it is. And I'm going to let you come to me and I'm going to say, let you say, hey, this is not working for me. Instead of trying to like overperform and read people's minds and like speculate. Yeah. Try to overcompensate. You're just like, yeah. But I think, I think like our, both of our codependency, like lessons and like healing came from acceptance. Like it just keeps going back to that. It does. Yeah. And we both kind of got steamrolled in different ways. Yeah. And to the point where we just couldn't, like I said in the beginning, there was just no more fucks to give. It's no. like either just accept things and accept what it is. And, and so you can start to move on or keep being in resistance and creating even more trouble for yourself. Like we right. didn't have the ability or the means or the energy to like add any more to our plates. Right. So. I, but I I'm I feel like a new level of freedom. Yeah. And and I, I do too. And it's not this is what I keep coming back to. Like it's not rainbows and butterflies every day, people. No. I don't want anybody to think that like I'm like, wee. Like there are days I still wake up and I, I don't want to get out of bed. Toothbrush and, days. Yeah, yeah, toothbrush days. And there's days that, you know, I still that on grief is ongoing. It never it never goes away. Yes. It never gets better. It never ends. And I guess that's sort of my point is, you know, that's never going to change. My life is forever different. Yes. And it, and it always will be, uh, which is what forever means. She's <laughs> 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 oh, a scholar. Oh, I'm smart. So, uh, moving forward, just, I'm just, I give myself like permission to be in that space. And like you said, just accept it. And, um, and, and with that also comes, I've, I've had a lot of little blessings come my way that have helped me, um, have hope and feel joyful 
and and know that I, I, I was going to say life goes on. I, I don't really mean it that way, but just knowing that it's a choice Yeah, for me. And I used to hate when people would say that to me about like depression and anxiety or just like you have a choice. Cause I'd be like, you don't fucking understand. You have, I don't choose to feel this way. Yeah. And I stand by that. Yep. I'm not saying that you choose to be depressed or you choose to be anxious. No, 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 no. I'm saying my lesson, what I'm feeling, how I'm showing up for myself is I realize I have a choice if I want to participate in this life or not. Yes. Period. Yeah. And I can show up in any way that I need to for that. And it may be that I lay in bed and that's my participation that day. And it may be the next day that I walk five miles and I put my lipstick on. Yep. But that is my choice. Yes. Fully. Yep. So. And, but you gave yourself that permission to do do that. And you've not only been able to get by and like have a good quality life, but you freaking manifested a a beautiful house, you know? Yeah. Like uh, that's a big, that's a big deal. It, it's a huge deal. It It's not what and where and how I thought I, I would see my life at this point in chapter, but it's also exactly where I am, you know? Yep. And I think that for me, there's a lot of questions now about the way that I thought my future would be and the way that I thought that my my life would look in a certain time versus now that's just completely off the table. Yeah. So... It's more like, okay, well, here we are sort of at square one, and I'm just very humble with God and my intimate moments that I don't know what's next. Yeah. And I want everyone listening to understand that manifesting doesn't have to mean that you know what's next. No. It's It's quite the opposite. It's like like you – it's just following your truth. It's following what lights you up. It's like if you have a desire – any for anything if you have a desire that's like a like is aligned you know like yeah like I don't want to say like I want to kill my dog because he's been shitting everywhere like that's a desire but that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like But, you know, I'm not talking, I'm talking about, like, if you are called to do something, and it's that, like, deep gut call. It's, like, that thing that, like, kind of scares the shit out of you a little bit, but you also know that until you have it, like, you're going to not quite feel. Yeah. Or even if you're just fucking baking some brownies in your kitchen and that shit makes you happy. But what I'm saying is, like, if you have that desire. Yeah, to bake the brownies. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. If you're called to do something that, like, something that you want to manifest, it's, but you don't know how you're going to get it, the fact that you have that desire inside of you Mm -hmm. means that it is already yours. Oh, I see. If you can do, be able to follow the little breadcrumbs that the universe is going to hand you, you're going to have some some tests, you're going to be triggered, you're going to have some healing, you're going to have you know, the farther, the bigger the manifestation it is, the the bigger the desire, the more that you can align with the acceptance and be joyful along the journey to getting the thing. There's like all these things that we talk about in each episode to manifest. Yeah. But if, if you have that desire, that means that you can have that thing and it's as good as yours as long as you're willing to do your part to play ball with the universe, follow the breadcrumbs that are given to you to get there. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you if you wouldn't be given the desire if it wasn't possible for exactly. you to have it. Exactly. That's the point. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And um and I think where I was with what you were saying and how that translates to like a depressive side when you don't know what your desires are. Yeah. Like when you can't think of anything that lights you up. Yeah. This is important for me mm-hmm. to say because if you are just like yeah, bitch, if I knew what lit me up, I'd be doing it. Yeah. You know, like when you have that moment and, you know, I, I don't like that word, so I don't mean it it's in okay. a negative way. <laughs> I'm just saying to yourself. Yeah. For me, that's something that I kind of that attitude that I could take towards myself at times. Like if I knew what I wanted to do, obviously I'd be doing it. Yeah. But when you're in that space, my point is the toothbrush version of what you just said mm-hmm. is if it makes you happy to bake a brownie, that's a toothbrush version that you have the ability to be happy. You have the ability to desire again. It's okay. Give yourself permission to lean into that because it can be so tiny. Oh my gosh, it makes me happy to do this one little thing, but nothing else makes me happy. But if you practice your acceptance that you deserve to feel happy, the desire will download. Yeah. And then you'll know what you want. Yeah. But if you can't get, you can't jump from, I have no desire to do anything to manifesting a yacht. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Or like, I desire to have, you know, a million dollar house at the, on the ocean. Like, yeah, of course. And I'm not saying that you can't, you can, there's so many layers of this. But my point is, if you're facing that challenge of feeling like you don't desire to live. You don't desire to do anything. You don't, nothing lights you up. Nothing makes you feel good. All that you need to remember to do what Morgan said is if you feel at all, anything at all that changes the frequency just a tiny bit, then lean into that and, and you will find that the desire will come to you and you will freaking manifest it. That is manifesting 101. 101. Yeah. Yep. Like you, you can have it, you oh. know? Like, don't try to put pressure on yourself for it to be some huge thing. Or do. If you fi- if that's a place that resonates Whatever you with feel you and that feels you true to you, yes. yes, then do it. Exactly. Oh, yay. Well, so I'm just going to quickly go over my goals because okay. while they are huge and so- kind of, I yeah. don't know. Anyway, like, it, it's all very, my goals for this year are tied into all the lessons I learned last year. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I couldn't even give myself permission to set goals until about two weeks ago. It's February 25th right now Mm -hmm. because I was in such a low place that what we're saying. And then finally the clouds have, have lifted. And I remember my why my why is for getting out of bed every morning is just to be able to be me to lean into the things that make me Morgan Hamer, the things that light me up, the things that are authentic and true to me. That is my why. That's why I get up and I go to work is so that I can just have more time and money to be more Morgan and bless the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And so my goals are very simple. I want to be more present. I want to be very, very dialed in to my worth Mm -hmm. and in every opportunity every moment every decision I want to be able to really discern what is the thing that is most aligned with me being in a high self-worth 
position. Mm-hmm. So I know that's like very vague, you know, yeah, but yeah, but I get it. I know what you mean. And, and I just want to be able to live a life that integrates my authentic code which is the four things that make me who I am. And if you want more information about the authentic code material, please look into the to be mad to be magnetic content. Um, but anyway, I'll put a link to to be magnetic and they have an exercise to identify your authentic code there. Um, I'll put that in the podcast notes anyway. So my authentic code is beauty, creativity, personal development and time, money, freedom. So what am I going to do every day to integrate beauty? Well, I'm going to put on makeup and really take time to enjoy like dressing myself a certain type of way. Creativity. We're going to work on the podcast. I'm going to lean into every part of my job as a business owner uh, that that is creative because that's the shit I love, whether it's trying to figure out how to be the best real estate firm, how to be creative with marketing, whatever. I'm going to be mindfully integrating that personal development. I'm going to keep following the pings whenever I get a little download from the universe that says to do something. I'm going to follow it. I'm going to continue meditating. I'm going to continue to read and consume podcasts and all that material. And then for time, money, freedom, I'm going to start to be open to manifesting um, passive income portals. So yeah, like that's it. Those are my only goals. Maybe it sounds like a lot. Maybe it doesn't. But for me, it's really simple. Authentic code, high self-worth, and just be present. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. They all like, like piggyback off one another too. Like they're all connected, which I think is awesome. Um, Mine, I I made two. It's interesting. Like one is how do I want to feel? And then one is like what it's measurable. Yes. So I'll just go over really quickly how I want to feel. I think that's more important for me to share right now than the, than the measurable goals because I kind of feel like I'm an OG at the measurable stuff right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I say that with with pride, but also with humility. I have zero doubt that I can obtain whatever material thing uh, or goal that's measurable. Yeah, because you've proven yourself so many yeah, times you can right. do it. So I'm sort of on that spot that I'm like, okay, I'm really excited. Today we we clarified, you sat with me while I clarified some of those goals for myself, yeah. which was really helpful because I needed to do that, that step. Um, so that's exciting that I feel clarity on those so that I can work towards them. But the one that I'm going to share is one that I just did on my own time. And I said, how do I want to feel? What do I envision? What is my authentic code? And what are my values? Yeah. And I'll mm-hmm. just share very quickly some of the things that pop up. And number one was time with Adelina. Mm-hmm. I absolutely want as much time with my daughter as possible. And it's so crazy to me because over the last year and a half or two that COVID, she was literally with me every day. And I had the option of really being present with her. And I was unable to do that. Yeah. And now she's back in school and we've got life again. And I realize I'm like, okay, I absolutely have to have quality time with Adelina. And I have to make that a priority and I have to show up in that way daily. Um, the other things are, let's see, going outside, exploring, uh, teaching, being kind, nurturing my daughter and being with her, just being with her. Yeah. I have to have a thing that we're doing. Um, snuggles, cuddles, and hugs, more of those, more kisses, 
um, laughter, lots of laughter, again, being outside. <laughs> that, that came up twice, so that must be really important to me. Um, swimming, a lot more swimming. Y'all are probably like, what is she saying right now? But these, this, these are the goals of the way that I want to feel. And the way I want to feel is I want to feel free. Yeah. And these things put me in that headspace of reminding me that I am free. Um, I like to dive, meaning not dive like swim dive, like fancy flippies and cool. Yeah. But I like to dive and like a uh, snorkel dive and like go down and spearfish and that type of diving. Yeah. And I want to do more of that. Um, I want to climb more mountains. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to dance. I want to plant things. I want to cook. Um, I want to journal more, read more, draw more, paint more. And um, I want to listen more this year. So I think overall, it's actually really similar to yours. I just think that my biggest goal is just to stay present. Yeah. And uh, the rest of the things I feel like are going to sprout from that soil mm-hmm. of presence and connection to yeah. the earth, to my body. I'm ready to feel my body again. Yeah. I'm ready to feel present in my body, not just in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the climbing the mountains and the swimming and those things, those remind me that my body is also mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably the energy I want to lead with this year. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, you know, I want to do like other stuff too that is measurable, but I'll share more of that throughout the season. Give me two or three. Measurable things? Yeah. Um, cause I just, I want, I'll, I'll throw out some too. I would love like to periodically check in through the, through the episodes to see if we're on track. Yeah. Okay. Um, so an example of, of being with Adelina is I want to read with her daily. Okay. 30 minutes a day. That's measurable. Um, for financial goals, um, I want to. Finish paying off all my debt. Okay. So that's measurable. Um, uh, for my physical health, I want to um, reduce one size in pants. Love it. Yeah. So that's a measurable goal. One pant size. Yeah. Um, for a spiritual goal, I would like to um, read and practice Ashtanga. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it's a type of yoga practice, but it's a spiritual practice. And I, I still do read, but I haven't physically practiced. It's, it's a very, it's a very inclusive, holistic, spiritual practice. And so that's moving into my spiritual. It also crosses over to the physical health, which will help me with my pants size. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then uh, for travel, this is a very measurable goal. I want to commit to six trips a year. Four domestic, two international. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's funny. I've never heard anyone have say it to word it that way. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I I mean for me like four local to non local. Like out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think like I don't even have real tangible ones written down, but I want a freaking car. Yeah, <laughs> you do. That's, we have to say that. Morgan's getting a car this year. I am so happy and grateful now that I I really, truly want to be able to have built 
passive income streams, which is measurable. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what it's going to be. And this is my favorite. This is the thing about manifesting that I love, like that I have so much trust in the universe that like, I know right now, I don't even know what that thing is going to be, but I know it's going to be fun and I'm going to figure it out. But I, I think, um, yeah, like I want, I want more income streams and I want them to be aligned and feel good as, as, passive as possible I, it's, I just want fun money like I want it to yeah be, if I'm going to have to make it like it's not a passive income thing mm-hmm. I want it to be fun in the process mm-hmm. when it's coming to me mm-hmm. so I guess a car fun money or passive income and I want to be traveling a lot more as well because mm-hmm. I didn't give myself permission to do it last year mm-hmm. and right now like I was entertaining going to Mardi Gras this yeah. weekend and Madeline's like why not and um I was so proud of you I'm still I still might go down there who knows yeah. but uh um yeah I mean exactly I want to seize the day and go on the trips if they feel even 50% appealing because why not I can now yeah you can but yeah you can and so can all y'all. Yes. Well, thanks everybody for listening yeah, and being thanks. patient with us as we uh, took our little time to regroup. I'm super happy to that it all happened the way it did and to be back. And it feels good to be here and and be on the mic and talk to you. And I'm we're, ready. We're home. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Aww. Um, That's sweet. Well, yeah, thanks for listening, y'all. Catch you next time.